Hello, good morning, good day, and good evening to anybody who was listening. We appreciate everything. We are on a Sunday, July 25th at 9.50 p.m. Eastern Time. We would just like to thank everybody who's been listening, whether it's the day ones, whether it's new listeners, whatever it is. Just remember, everybody, it is good to listen to our show. Anyway, uh, Jesse couldn't make it tonight. Much love to you, Jesse. Remember, it's you and I. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. That's how we roll, okay? It's Jesse and I, but he couldn't do it tonight, and that's okay. Everybody's got things going on. Shit happens. Much condolences to you, but we are finally here. End of the year. Best of. After much work, after back and forth with Jesse, it was just so much to edit. We were at about two and a half hours of the best of. We had to basically break it down to about one hour. If we missed your name, if you didn't make it to the best of, trust me, you were there. It just didn't happen. Our apologies. Look, I'm not going to apologize no more. I'm tired of apologizing. All I got to say is sing it if you know it. Dirty Sanchez, and today I'm very excited. Welcome to the very first episode of Dragging the Line, a show that's not linear but always on point. And today I'm coming through your speakers live and direct from the crib. That's right, my house. So during this episode, you might hear the laundry going, you might hear my girl cooking, you might even hear the dogs barking. And without no further ado, I'd like to introduce to you my co host, two teeth, one leg longer than the other. Yabba dabba do, his breath smell like doo doo. He's so fat, he make his booty clap. I bring you Paul. What up, fam? What's good with you, cuz? Let's make a clap. That's only when it's sweaty, bro. Uh, this is Paul Gonzalez. And just like I told you before, Jesse, Nickelback is still the best rock band to ever grace our lives. Changed my mind with that. That's a joke. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. For everybody out there, that's a joke. Welcome, everybody. I don't think anybody knows, Jesse, how long we've been doing this. We'll be looking at like a month and a half recording, trying to get things right. But it's been a process. I'm looking forward to this. So everybody that's listening, I know time is precious and we're going to just try to keep you guys informed and keep you guys entertained. So uh, this is what we're going to do. What do you think, Jesse? Very excited. And the um, thing I want to say up front is that I'm glad that you and I are co-hosting, being that we are related. The journey was, wasn't easy, but it was fun. You know, we both didn't give up. We both worked through our ideas together. And so far, it's meshing well. So during these episodes, there are going to be a lot of up and downs. We, we both decided that one episode can be funny. One might be serious, maybe family oriented. What would you say? Yeah, I think we don't know what the fuck we're doing. I'm coming from the school of YouTube. Every, ever since you you had had a podcast that you had trailered, and I was just thinking, I mean, I'm talking about a month and a half, just thinking about it, you know, I was wanting to do something like this. And then when you came with your trailer, I reached out to you, and we talked back and forth, and we figured, you know, let's try to do something together, because I do better when I'm giving something back and forth, back and forth. So 
that's what I'm excited most about for people that are close to us, family. I mean, we've got a clan, what, 300 deep, give or take? Yeah, it's, a big, it's a big ass family. She got more kids than Miss Wayne. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they're going to be the first listen to us and to you know be entertained by us but ultimately we're gonna see where this goes like i've said before we're not doing this to make money we're doing this because it's fun i think it's fun what i've learned from this process is hard i've that saying jesse it's podcasts are like assholes everybody's got one so (laughs) to me that's true yeah and and another thing i mean my reason for making this podcast is is a couple of things is that here in october paul i'll be 40 so i do got four decades under my belt during these 40 years i mean i remember how bad i was as a toddler crazy dating stories that i have as a teenager in my 20s the drinking the clubbing the cheating on girlfriends and and then in my 30s i mean I met someone nice and settled down and life changed and career. So I have a big storyline, you know, of life that I'd like to share and, and hopefully some people can take it and, and move, move on or laugh with the stories. Not to be racist or anything, but Asian people. <laughs> Speaking of grandparents, me and Cheche would, Cheche's my brother. We would go to grandpa's house and as kids and, you know, we'll stay the night. And I just remember, dude, grandma, grandma and grandpa loved having clocks and they were yeah. never in sync. So like every 15 minutes, like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, damn, you know, you spend the night two or three in the morning, it gets annoying. And uh, so I remember that story. But my favorite and and this is all the cousins, is do you remember when you walked into grandma's house and you looked on your left, there was all the family photos, right, of everybody? Yep, yep. Every time, like, I'll go in, somebody will move my family. Like, you know, they'll, like, for example, (laughs) one cousin will put the picture uh, behind me, and I was like, oh, hell no. So then we get our picture, and then move it around, and and then I thought that was funny, man. And then people don't understand, too, that, I mean, that shelf was pretty much the size of the wall, half of the wall from the middle up. But we had so much damn family, man, that it just started getting real cluttered, (laughs) real cluttered. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when you would go to grandma's room, she had them them statues, you know, like the Virgin Mary and all that. Yeah, my mom's got uh, a couple of them, man, here at my mom's mom's room. I know I ain't the only one, but when I used to walk into that room in the dark, I used to get scared because, like, the eyes looked all crazy and glazed. I was uh-huh. like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another one I remember uh, in, in, the, in one of the rooms uh, when you would walk into my grandma's house, um, you could, you know, there's a living room. You would take a right, and there's a small hallway, and then there would be one room behind you, one room, room to the right, and then that bathroom. I remember staying in the, not grandma and grandpa's room, but that other room, and I remember mm-hmm. being in there and, I remember just sitting there where we used to play something. I was playing Nintendo or something in there. And this big-ass rat, man, just shot across the damn floor, man. Scared. I mean, they looked like a, like a hyena dog. No lie. It was so big. When I went up there and told Grandma, Grandma was just like, no, 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 it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, like it would, like I guess she was okay with it. But uh, that was one of the things that I, I do remember about that. Yeah, and then uh, every time we'd go to their house, Grandma and Grandpa would always say, you and, so, and another cousin were the baddest kids that I ever had to take care of. About you? But, yeah, he said I, it was me and the other cousin, but we ne- I never knew who was the worst. Because I, I, they, they, I think they took care of me for like maybe three, four years, like after school, you know, because mm-hmm. I think they know extended care, daycare. Mm-hmm. This was right before I started pre-K. Because for some reason, I remember when I'm like three. And uh, grandpa had them glasses and he had, remember the old school little heaters? Yeah, yeah. 
So I grabbed his glasses, broke them, and I didn't want to get in trouble. And I mm-hmm. threw those glasses in the heater. <laughs> in the heater. Wow. And Grandpa was like, I can't find my glasses. I didn't say nothing. And then when my mom picked me up, I said, Mom, we got to go to the store. She was like, why? We got to buy Grandpa some new glasses. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you about to start a fire in there with all that shit. Yeah, wow. yeah. So. That's funny, man. That's funny. Oh, only time uh, I can remember hearing Grandma curse it was only one time uh you remember that yellow car she had i don't know do you remember what kind of car that was it was like that a, was a cadillac was it was it a cadillac yeah, okay cadillac yeah. Oldsmobile. yeah i remember man i remember boat. i remember sammy man uncle nick's uh, little boy um i guess we were over there i was young and sammy had to be like maybe a year old no i say he's probably closer to two like closer to two years old and he was little and um she was grandma was watching me and i think johnny and i think we had to go to the store for something so uh grandma had i mean this is grandma man you know she you know that's a lot of damn kids man that's a lot of grandkids man i don't know how she did it but uh she got into the car and when we got in the car man man little little sammy was so bad man i remember he was just like screaming and yelling and just like hit man and i remember grandma turned i was like oh sammy you little shit <laughs> like that so loud dude and i never and i was like i was abergasted whatever you want to say i was so surprised i'd never heard grandma but the way she said i'll never forget she's like oh sammy you little shit <laughs> i'll never forget that dude <laughs> there he is all in all i'm happy and we've gotten a lot of good feedback so i'd like to just kind of keep it going and got you got you what you what you sipping on sipping on miller light piss water piss water yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what you got in that class over there i'm a little bougie bro i'm, I'm sipping on chivos regal straight Scott Witch, uh, Scott Witchy, <laughs> Scotch whiskey. I'm drunk right now. Yeah. I've been drinking since three o'clock, man. Oh man, oh man. Well, you know what? It, you look good. It, it's good to feel good. It's good to be kind of loose. You know, hey, let's just try to be looser. That's all. That's mm-hmm. all. So here we are again. Give it to me. I'm that meeting with him. Yeah, yeah, you know who Saul Goodman is? Yeah, better call Saul. Absolutely. <laughs> 1-800-SOLLY. <laughs> All right, fam. Uh, what we got going on this week? What we going to talk about? Well, just let everybody know, it's Virgo season. Hey, girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? We're sipping on Merlo. You ain't got to be my girl, though. Uh, Mars is in retrograde. Uh, Saturn's house of cards is falling, and I don't know what the hell that means. My spook. But I know that my birthday is on September 22nd, which is right on the cusp of no, Leo, Virgo. <laughs> wait, 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 Kim, folks. You just said your birthday is September 22nd? Yeah, September 22nd. Mine's October 22nd. Ain't that uh-huh. crazy stuff? Yeah, that, that's why I know that. Uh, that's how I know your birthday because you're right a month right after that, right after that's me. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, I still look better than you. Yeah, you crazy. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this one, you know, everybody's going back to school. We're going to talk about going back to school. Dragging the line. Doo-doo-doo-doo. We ain't got no commercials, so we going to say dragging the line. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> we ain't got no money, so don't come after us. Fam, 
So um, I'm going to give you kind of a Q&A. We're back to school now that back to school is going on. What year did you graduate high school, if you did? Because honestly, I don't know. You always have to tell me. I try not to be, but uh, <laughs> funny story. I actually dropped out of high school, got my GED, went back to high school to try to get my diploma, and then dropped out again. So I'm a two-time felon because... 2001 was it was supposed to be, 2001. 2001? Yeah. All right. I graduated in 99, and it um, wasn't easy. It was kind of hard, you know. Because you're a dumbass. For real, dude. For real, for real. So here's a, here's a true confession before I start. All right. All right. So growing up, I was on the special ed class. That was just behavior I, or mentally? Both, man. Both. You know, like I had let – me, let me start off with a pre-K story real quick. So, All right. In pre-K, the first day of school, this little boy didn't let me play with a toy, so I bopped him in the face. You know me, like mm-hmm. I'm from Santa Maria Projects. You don't play with me. Now, how old were you? I, man, like four or five. I just, bam, bam, hit him in the face because I'm a G. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? Oh, my God. Stop the lying. And then I got in trouble. And in Texas, they write your name on the board. So it'd be like Jesse, check, 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 whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So the teacher put my name on the board. And it said Jesse, but growing up, I didn't think that was my name, man. I thought my name was Way because my dad always said, hey, Way, go get this. Hey, Way, go get that. So when the <laughs> teacher was like, Jesse, I was like, that ain't my name. It's Way. So I had already started school in a bad note. You know what I'm saying? Way. Yeah, I've heard Way. that so I've heard that many times. Way. Way Way Sanchez. <laughs> oh my god, I love Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. Give them advice. You know, I'm not saying look, you you don't you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that, because doing that makes them want to do it more. Here's an embarrassing moment for mine that I'm going to go off of yours is, uh, you remember that Cheech and Chong song, uh, go to night school and get a B? Remember that one? Well, Mexican American. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, I actually failed Spanish. Oh my God. <laughs> now the only reason I failed Spanish. Okay. The only reason I was actually pretty good at Spanish class. Our teacher used to always say, Here's, here's a funny one. Oh, Spanish class. Yeah, Spanish class, yeah. And okay. she used to have such a, such a thick accent that, like, when she would, you know, get the, you know, clap her hands and tell the kids, you know, trying to bring the kids in and stop talking, she'd be like, okay, Clasa, fuck us, fuck us, trying to say focus. She's oh, trying to damn. say focus, yeah. <laughs> and she was hot, too, and she was banging, you know? like, she was good looking, man. And uh, that was one thing that I remembered, and, you know, the teacher told me straight up, she was like, look, you come to, come to class, take your midterm, you'll pass. Well, instead of coming and taking my midterm, I ended up going and, you know, getting high and smoking weed and failed that class. And that was kind of downfall of my high school career because the, I'm not going to say the weed took over, but smoking weed at an adolescent age, I'm sure you've read about it and people know out there, uh, if you continually smoke weed as you become an adult, your brain never functions to the way that's supposed to as a 25 year old. So at my adolescent years, smoking weed and doing it all in my, my early 20s, like that, it, it really stunted my growth mentally. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. You know, and I didn't realize that until in my 30s. 
when, you know, in my mid twenties to late twenties, I was like, okay, I don't want to smoke anymore. Like I'm done. Like I, it's just, it's too much. It's too much money, all of that. But that was one thing that I knew that I wanted to go back and change if I could was the weed smoke. Because like I told you, you know, other people in my group, they made it. What? You're not my dad. You also hear something. With me, when I moved down here, I didn't have any family. I mean, we had family from my dad's side, but they weren't really um, as abundant as they say as they are now. So when I was younger, you know, I didn't really have any friends at first. Uh, Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality. That's all. But then, you know, I met a few. There was a group of uh, three of them. I don't know if I should say their name or not. Some of you might know them, Sebastian, Craig, and Sean. You know, we had a pretty tight-knit group. Uh, we played soccer together. You know, we we did everything together, as most people would do. And, you know, we had acquaintances, and, and we did things that people would normally do with their friends or what have you. So they were my family. Uh, they were like my brothers. I mean, they are like my brothers. You know, I'm not going to say like in the past tense, you know, but as we've gotten older with careers and, you know, routine and family, you know how it is, kind of lose touch with all of them. Uh, but we still reach out every, you know, at least once every couple of weeks at the most a month, which is good. One thing that I can remember, thought about sharing this or not, but I'm going to go ahead and share it because it's funny and it's something real personal. So this is years ago. I was probably in my early 20s and I used to have parties at my apartments. I mean, not parties, but just get togethers. You know, we'd all just hang out, you know, drink. And, uh, you know, we all hung out together. We were, you know, tight knit family. And toward the end of the night, you know, it's time for everybody to leave. So I went to the bathroom, used the bathroom. And when I came out, the last person was walking out the door. So I went, locked the door, made sure everybody left. So I'm like, okay, you know, great. So then I go sit down on the couch and I'm sitting here, you know, I got a little buzz, don't me wrong, you know. And I'm like, you know what, start watching TV and guess what's on? Britney Spears live in Miami, right? It's Britney, bitch. This is a uh, pre-crazy Britney before Kevin Federline, Sinead O'Connor, beat your ass with an umbrella Britney Spears. so she, <laughs> she she was hot and you know what I mean and I remember kind of looking around turn on the lights off you know what I mean uh, you know maybe that all lights were off but you know just I just remember you know getting ready so I'm sitting there I'm watching it and I'm like oh wow you know she's kind of pretty sir so I start to drop my damn pants you know about to do something wow if you all know and all of a sudden I hear this rustle outside on my porch you know so I'm like oh what the hell is that so I pull up my pants real quick and man, sure enough, I walk outside and that's my boy Shaw and my boy Craig. Quit playing with your dinghy. And they're, uh, they have their backs up against the wall like they just saw a ghost. They didn't want me to see that I had saw them, you know, and I walked out there and I, I couldn't do anything. So I opened the door and I was like, you caught me. And then they just started laughing their asses off. And, you know, we talk about that still to this time. And that's something that I guess I'll never live down. But, you know, I didn't get started. I almost uh -huh. did, but I'm wondering, you know, who's the real creeper? Because they were the ones that were probably going to sit there and they'd let me do what I have to do and then come in. But I couldn't imagine being in their, in their shoes and having to see that because if that were me, I would have busted on them and talked about the little shrimp, <laughs> the little shrimp cocktail, you know? <laughs> That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. All right, guys, Paul, we're going to talk about our wifeies, how we met them and funny story. How did you meet your wife? Well, so I met my wife actually back in primary school. Uh, I actually went to primary school, elementary Wait, school. That? Primary school is kind of like your uh, pre-K to like, I think it was second grade. And then um, elementary school was like grade three to five. And then middle school, you know, six to nine, I think. No, six to eight. And then, you know, high school, nine to 12. 
Uh, so I've known her. Yeah, I've known her my whole life. Yeah, I know okay, it's, it's funny like that. Yeah. And we actually, I don't know if people knew this, but I was a real good viola player, uh, not the violin the viola oh what a loser it's the bigger version of the violin uh i did that for like three years and i was pretty good at it you know i was doing solos and stuff like that but we connected in that class in strings class um you know but i knew her my whole life and we got older uh i had my child i got married and she went off and did her thing uh and then we ended up reconnecting um about i don't know maybe six months or so after the divorce had happened and was finalized you know we had been separated for you know quite some time uh just never got the divorce finalized that's a whole nother subject maybe we'll do on another topic but uh i had met her i actually just reached out to her I was on facebook one time you know i had my own apartment i was healthy stopped drinking and i was just getting my own thing going life was good. Like they say, quit looking for things. Uh, things will come to you when your life's getting right. So that's kind of what happened with me. You know, my life was good. It was at a point where it needed to be for the first time I was happy and it'd been a long time since I've been happy. So, uh, you know, I reached out to her. I saw a Facebook post uh, that she was still uh, ballet dancing and I shot my shot. I didn't think I'd get a response. I didn't think anything. So I just ended up shooting her a message on Messenger and just basically like, hey, I'm glad to see that you're still doing what you love. Uh, I'm still doing what I love because I was playing men's soccer league six, uh, six v six. Uh, so I told her, hey, I would like to, you know, have a cup of coffee with you sometime and let's maybe hook up or whatever. Not thinking that it was going to get anywhere because she was, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, she's kind of out of my league though. Like she's fit. She She's a professional dancer, ballet, not exotic. She's got her stuff together and she does have some one son who is now, you know, my son, my stepson, that's the one we talked about last time. And we went out uh, actually for dinner at a place here down the street. So ever since then, it was a lot, man. And she had told me from that date that I was the one and- I'm not gonna be ignored, Dan. I kind of felt the same. I'd felt something, something I hadn't felt in, in years, in, in quite some time. I just, I don't know if you know that feeling, but there, just, there was just something that was like a magnet, something that was like, and it wasn't lust. It wasn't all oh, because, you know, oh, I need to have someone to fill this void in my life. <laughs> no, it was actually something that I hadn't felt in a long time because I was fine being solo. It was fine. You know, my money was right. My, my fitness was right. Everything was good. So that's what happened. We had hit it off. We talked and the rest was history. And we started dating, uh, you know, went on, went to the Heritage Golf Tournament, that, that big one that we have here every year. That was our technically first day date. And after that, it was just a rat, man. And I knew that she was the one. She was the one that I was supposed to be with. And I think she knew from the get-go. And she had told me that I had, she had had a crush on me our whole school year, which I had no idea. No idea. And she had told me that. And so I knew, okay, this is a good fit. That's a good fit. And until this day, we're, we've been together five years now. And it's, everything's you know going good without its hiccups. But it's still going good. So I can't complain. Cool, cool. Hey, um. You want to take a five? I got to take a boo-boo, fool. I got yeah, yeah, the bubble guts. That's fine. Hey, Did you, you see me sweat? Look. Yeah, I can see it. I was like, oh, shit. I can't yeah. face it. I'm going to take a quick bomb. 15 minutes later. This fool want to go take a boo-boo. A boo-boo. I had to take my boo-boo before I came on there. I'm going to go take a boo-boo. I'm still here, bro. I'm looking at his Zoom picture looking at the video and nobody's there he literally left me here I told him to stop recording but i don't know if he did or not this is true folks this is true life right here he asked me
can I go take a boo-boo? Still waiting, bro. And that's one thing that I, I know. I take a long time when I go boo-boo. I mean, that's my time. That's the only time that I can get away for a minute. That's the only time that I can be by myself for 15, 20 minutes. Girls, but girls, they just in and out. Or girls, they just, they like Superman. They go in the bathroom, open the door, shut the door, open the door. They're ready to go, you know, quick like. Here he comes. Oh man, I had I had the bubble goods, fam. <laughs> Damn, you back, huh? You just leave me hanging, boy. You was sweating, boy. You see that shit? I know we were talking. I was pacing back and forth, but like I was like, uh, oh, I got the bubble goods. Dude, well, I don't know if you hit stopped on the quarter. Now I'm gonna have to listen back to this and see. But I may leave it in. I may leave it out. I'm not sure hey, yet. We'll it's see. All good. It happens. You know, <laughs> it's real. Live it's real. There you go. Speaking of that, man, I'm one of those people. I got no shame. I'll go use the restroom anywhere. I have myself regulated to where either I go in the morning or I go in the afternoon when I get home in the evening because I, I ain't using – I like to use my own throne, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would really show him up, wouldn't it? If I brought in some burritos or some colored greens or some pad thai. love pad thai. It's collard greens. What? It's collard greens. Uh, that doesn't really make sense because you don't call them collard people. That's offensive. Okay, what the world is now. It's not, it's not anything like it was back in the day. I understand we grow with technology and, you know, things are, are going to change. Change is inevitable. But at the same time, you know, hey, man, like, treat your woman right. I had saw or heard somewhere there was a good line where it was like, hey, uh, men want to be loved, but women want to be desired. All right, now everybody, now it's time for a new segment we'd like to call, What Makes You Enlightened? Six truths from Eckhart Tolle. Number six, life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. You need Jesus! Number five, the single most vital step toward enlightenment is this, learn to disidentify with your mind. Bruh. Number four, Relationships do not cause pain and unhappiness. They bring out the pain and happiness that's already inside you. At the deepest level of being, you are one with all that is. Ain't nobody got time for that. Number two, you cannot be told any spiritual truth that deep within you, you don't already know. All that can be done is remind yourself of what you have forgotten. Hi. Okay. And finally, last but never least, my big bone cousin. The primary cause of unhappiness is never your situations, but your thoughts about said situation. If you're unhappy about a situation, you have three options. Change it, remove yourself from the situation, or accept it completely. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. And on that note, guys, I'm in that mood now. <laughs> just would like to say thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Sanchez out. Just love each other and love yourself. Bye bye. Okay, arrogance. Let's start with there. Uh -huh. And I wanted to get back at one important thing you said. Uh -huh. 
it wasn't the fact that Takashi snitched, but the issue also is mm-hmm. that he's arrogant about it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. So it's the arrogance, the going back to Floyd Mayweather. You know, he was doing the same thing. He can't read, but he could throw a punch. So he's successful in that case. I yeah. want to look at the bigger picture of mm-hmm. arrogance. Okay. Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. cocky. Floyd Mayweather, all the sports people. Uh, did, mm-hmm. I mean, is it, I don't think that being cocky is a bad thing. I think mm-hmm. that Floyd Mayweather is marketing himself so that people hate him and people mm-hmm. watch the fights. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather for the money. He knew he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Marketing. That's mm-hmm. that. That's what it comes back to. That it comes back to when we were kids. Think about it. When we were kids, and we thought that Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage was real. Mm-hmm. And then when you found out that they weren't, that's the world we live in. That's what I'm getting at. Wait, what do you mean? Well, Randy Savage ain't real. Wrestling ain't real. Wrestling's not fake. What are you talking about, though? Nah, you, you whatever, man. Absolutely, <laughs> <That's new name. laughs> I had this uh, side note. I had this. Uh, I had this talk with Ashton with my little one, my oldest one. That he calls him Mr. PG. He's like, Mr. P, wrestling real? It's like people are saying that it's fake. I'm like, let me tell you something, son. Okay, it's not that it's fake. It is scripted. It's like a reality show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, tell me if, if this is the right way to say. It. You know, we watched it, and I was like, you know, it's like a reality show. You know, in some cases they are scripted. I was like, but I can tell you the work to put into doing all the moves that they do, the way that they beat up their body, that's real. And he kind of was like, oh, okay, I got it. So I didn't crush his dreams and be like, all right, you know, But you know what you just did what? in my book? You what? snitched. <laughs> you snitched. Because oh, you, you, gave, you gave your son what he wanted to hear mm-hmm. instead of telling him the truth, right? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, th- th- that's what I'm trying to say is that the problem is this, is like the news. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the news because the news is there to fear people of yeah. everything. But yeah. if you step back, be like, that story that you just gave, I'm like, you kind of snitched if you look at it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I mean, did I snitch? It, it is kind of the truth, right? What part of that did I, I mean, I didn't lie. You did lie. <laughs> I, you did I, mean, lie I mean, you know, it's here or there. I don't know. We just, we go talk. But <laughs> and, and that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. They work out. It's scripted. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the Kardashians, everything. But why do people mm-hmm. keep watching it? That's why do people keep buying stuff? Why? So I think that if they're doing the work, and they want to be cocky, let it be. Yeah. I mean, I guess arrogance, I feel, can be a a hinder of some sort. Okay, so let's say uh, Kobe Bryant, like, you know, God bless the dead. When you get down to it and you look at his life, a lot of people are like, man, Kobe's kind of an asshole. Kobe Mm -hmm. wasn't a real good people person. I mean, you see what happened between him and Shaq. I'm sure they squashed it. You know, Jordan, he had the same thing. Did you watch The the Last Dance yet? I watched it, yeah. Just to see all of that, I'm not going to say it's a flaw. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing because what separates them from us is that arrogance. You know what I mean? I think you've got to be arrogant. You've got to be cocky in, in the things that you do. You know, Kobe. Kobe? Yeah, yeah, you know, Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. Uh, Conor McGregor. Shut your mouth, you'll do nothing. Not one of you will do nothing. Get the fuck out of here. Floyd Mayweather. War, host, annual, host, host, annual, an annual, annual, annual. needing of I mean, they're all cocky, but look how great they are. Look at the money they're making. I got you. And see, for me, 
I'll give credit when credit is due. I don't think that they were cocky. Mm-hmm. I think that they were dedicated. Some scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments. And that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up. But had no intention of causing a panic. Man also told police others in the room laughed, understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. <laughs> Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That was very draining. I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> it, it, it took a lot. I know that uh, you and I were looking at our mail. past couple of weeks and we ran into some good stories catch us up yeah one thing i liked about revisiting where we're at episode six and seven was it was a good scale to see where we're at now as compared to then and i remember i forget what episode it was we had mentioned that my our grandma lucy may or may not have been indian well we had a cousin reach was out that with us. a feather or a dot that's the one with the feather <laughs> Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> and we had one reach out to us, and I spoke with her, and she said it was okay for us to use her name, and her name was uh, Cousin Karen. I don't know if I'm going to say Cousin Karen, because that kind of sounds like we're, we're redneck. <laughs> you said her name was. Her name is, fool. Okay. Her name, her name is Karen. She's still alive, people. She's still alive. She <laughs> was. I meant in the past tense of, as I was reading it, she was, but... Uh, so so this is karen our cousin she is our first cousin uh, her mom is the one that's not related to us uh, aunt josie who just passed uh, rest in peace uh, our, our uncle junior who just had his 70th birthday is our uncle her father so that's how we're related and there are a lot of results here but for the most part Jesse, uh, we are 41.4% Native American. Now, I don't know how much of that is going to be with us because, again, these results are coming from Aunt Josie's bloodline as well as Mm -hmm. Uncle Junior's bloodline. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume we got a good bit of that in us. um, 2%, I'm sorry, 0.2% Chinese and Southeast Asian, 0.2% Filipino Austronesian. Oh, that's why I like Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2.3% broadly East Asian and Native American. I don't know what that means, but uh, uh, another big number was Southern European, 31.2%, and Spanish and Portuguese, 21.8%. So then it breaks it down to, you know, the 0.2%, 0.5%. But I think that that's the main one that we want to focus on. Uh, Something interesting here, North African, 1.6%. How much of that is is in us? I have no idea. That's from the waist down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can roll with that. <laughs> and then it says here that uh, as far as the ancestors go, fourth generation, four to seven of our generations from 1860 to 1770 were Spanish and Portuguese. And it goes all the way down. So it looks yeah. like we the have a little. Yeah, it looks like we have. If we go all the way down to as far back as the bloodline can measure, from 1800 to 1710, we were Ashkenazi Jewish. See, I told you that's why I like to save my money. 
Yeah. And here's one for you. Filipino and Austronesian was from 1830 to the 1770s. So, yeah. But that's what we are. We're just a hodgepodge. We're a mutt. So... And I appreciate it, Karen. Thank you for sending us that email. Hope to uh, do. Hope you come on the show soon. Yeah, and I'd, I'd actually like to try to do an Ancestry.com type thing, too, to see, compare notes. But uh, I do know that we're going to try to do it. I'm going to try to get Johnny. He's my older brother. He's the eldest son because we don't know anything about my dad's past. We know his dad left a whole bunch of his children. My dad was a baby, so he was, you know, made to have to take care of most of the family. Uh, but... Uh, he doesn't know anything about his dad. So I'm going to try to get that done by the end of the year. And, you know, I really want to know where we're from. So, yeah, I'm on the opposite end. All I know is uh, 1993, my dad said he was going to spring break and never came back. He's on vacation. Mommy, what's vacation mean? Vacation? Where daddy went. Vacations when you go somewhere and you don't ever come back. Anyway, I guess you could say me and mama was on our own. Dad, I'm still waiting. This one, yeah, this one reminds me of my dad. Uh, my dad uh, grew me up as they say on a lot of the love songs of the Mexican heritage, you know, uh, Los Bukis, Juan Gabriel. Uh, but this is his favorite. Uh, I used to always hear him sing it when I was little, and he still does when he's, you know, knocked back a few and the family's all around and stuff. But it's uh, El Amor de Mi Vida by Camila Sesto. I mean, he knows this these songs word for word, and he's got a pretty damn good voice, I can tell you that much, especially when, he, when he's nice and lubricated. But uh, this one here, uh, is going to be a song that you know when my dad does pass which you know is going to happen uh, this is one of the songs that I'm going to be playing to you know in remembrance of him because uh, this is one of his favorites so me duele más dejarte a ti que dejar de vivir me Duele más tu adiós que el peor castigo que me imponga Dios. El amor de mi vida ha sido tú. Mi mundo era ciego hasta encontrar. Dude, you're doing a lot of Debbie Downers. That's why I'm about to get funny now. <laughs> when my dad dies, I'm gonna get a song. Use the bitch. You owe my mama child support. Give a fuck about you. Little I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Go back to Mexico. He's a hoe. So, um, this is a song that might surprise people, and a lot of people don't know. I'm a big fan of. Uh, this next song that I'm playing right now, it's uh, Elton John, and it's one of his B-side songs, I Want Love. I want so sometimes when I got this rolling, uh, I got close with 
Uh, hold on, let me take that back because I can't say I got close with Elton John. Uh, I became <laughs> pause. Uh, I became a big Elton John fan uh, just because of the backside story on how um, he, he became talented and just you know falling off the edge. And, you know, Rocket Man is probably one of my favorite movies. Uh, I read his book not too long ago. Um, so again, you know, I don't, I don't like to read because reading ain't fundamental for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, I'm to be honest, guys. I read the audio book. I heard the audio book. <laughs> I, I, I can't lie. I think if fucking Jesse didn't read no book, yeah. nah, I heard the audio version. But it still, for me, it still counts as reading the book. Uh, but yeah, this, this, uh, in this video, it actually has Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when Robert Downey Jr. was on the falling on the edge. Mm-hmm. On the ledge, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, break me down, one break me up, one fence me in. I wanna love that. Hey, John, you know, he was good at the piano, but he sucked on the organ. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old joke. That's an old joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. Uh, all right. Well, you know, we never gonna get sponsored by the gays. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> So the next song here is my guilty pleasure song. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I, I used to like this movie and watch it. I actually thought growing up this was going to be one of those movies that I, I mean, I'm sorry, this movie made me think this is what high school was going to be. Mm. It's uh, Grease and You're the One That I Love. Ooh, that's a good one. I ain't going to lie about that. I like yeah, that. I'll be jamming that. <laughs> And, the, oui. and my, my best part goes, I got chills, they multiplying. Every <laughs> time I hear that, I go, oh, shit. Wow. I thought I was going to find me a Sandy. Mm. It was more like candy. <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. Well, uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a guilty pleasure in there too, man. Uh, uh, this one here, I might get a little slack for this because not a lot of people like this guy, and uh, yeah, he had good stuff when he was younger. But uh, so this song reminds me of we used to have a boat, and long story short, we used to do work on on one of the islands that we have here. We used to drive there every day for work, and one day we were coming home, we you know we had a couple beers in us from work, and we we're in the low country, and we just saw. The sun was going down, the water was just crystal clear, no choppiness at all in it, and this song played, Christopher Cross, Sailing. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. That's one of my songs that, like, if, if I, like, my field of daisies, as they say, like, when I need to, like, quiet my mind and just kind of chill, maybe something's going on where I'm getting worked up, anxiety, I'll put that song on, listen to it, and that kind of gets me, like, real mellow, and I'm like, all right, I'm good to go.
All right, this song right here, um, I personally think it's underrated. Um, I just remember, I mean, anytime this song comes on, I, I just go ham. It's uh, Tracy Chapman, Fast Car. She one. got a fast car. I mean, I think <laughs> it doesn't get, they, they need to put respect on Tracy Chapman, Fast Car. Yeah, that's a real good song. That shit's got a lot of good meaning, man. A lot of good meaning. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, I felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belonged. Had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. There's apparently they're the most popular creatures right now. This oh, time of year. The, beaver the, breeding. Those little guys are cute and cuddly looking. The beavers I've seen are bigger. And uh, not. Yeah, and, and they don't look as friendly. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I've seen my beavers in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yes, weather time. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. this afternoon, not too bad. Uh, uh, temperatures in the 50s and 60s. Let's go to the maps. There we go. Y'all just be happy and thank you for coming back. <laughs> so Paul calls me right. He was like, hey, um, let's do some prank dials uh, for one of our episodes. And I was like, man, that's a that's a good ass idea. So I waited a day <laughs> and I actually remembered that I had this app that is called a uh, dial prank and i was like i'm gonna prank this fool because he ain't gonna have no idea and initially my idea was actually call people like i said why don't we buy a burner phone and you know whether they 50 60 bucks put some minutes on it and actually just call people and i could be like you know hey how's it going this is michael jack just something like that something stupid uh and then uh, uh jesse had said well let me let me work on something and, and i'll let you know uh we did three i did three after the ones that i sent you i think three of them were really good uh the first one of course was you so so we'll play this video here shortly but the reason why i started laughing was because paul got really serious but he started he remained professional the whole time and uh when i pranked him he knew exactly that it was me and i was like dude come on you fell for that so hard yeah hey i'll take a listen to this Yeah, hey, is this Paul? Yeah. I'm waiting outside your house with your food. Okay. Um, you um, order Chinese food. Okay. Um, if did, um, Look, did man, I, I don't got time for this. Okay. Um, let me, I'm not there. I'm Can at you work. just let come out and get your food? Yes, I'll call it right now. I don't see you. Where are you? I'm at work, sir. Why are you playing games with me? Excuse me? Where are you? Sir, I'm at home. I didn't order the food. My wife ordered the food. Is this some kind of joke? Look, I'm just going to charge the card on file and get out of here. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one, 
Uh, actually, uh, it's one of my favorite ones. Uh, we actually got our last guest a couple episodes ago, Tony. Uh, to me, this is one of the funnier ones because I feel like he just went straight gangster. You know, I went with, you know, I went to the Carlton, sir, sir, no, sir, as you guys just heard, because I was in a professional setting at the time. Uh, but Tony just went straight gangster. And uh, to me, that that was funny, man, because I wish we could have gone longer because I think he would have worked it out. But, uh, you know, y'all take a listen to this. Let me know what y'all think. Hello? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, hello, is this Tony? Yeah, who this? Yeah, I want to know who this is right now. Who is this? Let me ask you a question. Why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night? Who? Yeah, you're listed in her contacts under boo-boo. The fuck is that? You think it's okay to send pics to my girlfriend with your goofy brown eyes? Uh, Don't make excuses, boy. You tell me who you are. I don't know who the fuck this is. Stop bothering my girl. I don't know who your girl is. <laughs> you better tell me the truth right now. You ain't got time to play with your girl. Don't even know what I'm talking about. I am I so angry right now. You are getting me okay. frustrated. Okay. Stop calling her. I don't know who your girl is. Who is your girl? Stop yapping and listen. Nah, nah, you oh, stop oh, yapping. Oh, really? You been knowing what's going on, no doubt. Hold on, hold on. What the fuck <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Now, now, this third one, this is my best friend Mario, the one I talk about during the show. The funny thing about this is that he was going with it, but at the very end, he was like, is this Jesse? So that just kind of shows you how much I bullshit. So that's right. You'll, yeah. you'll hear he was like, is this Jesse? And he knew it was me. I'm back because he does. I'll do something like that. <laughs> so uh, that's what made it funny is that he he believed it until the very end. He realized he goes, nah, this is something Jesse's ass would do. I'll take a listen. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, hello, is this Mario? All right, so uh, these these next ones that you guys are going to hear, uh, we're, we're going to leave these anonymous, okay? We're going to see for all the day ones, we're going to call them the day ones because y'all been listening to us, uh, you know, from day one. So let us know, email us at dtlpodinfo at gmail.com or let us know on our Facebook page if you know who it was. Let us know who, who you think it was, uh, because honestly, I think that these are funny either way. Being pranked can be funny, and it's just funny to hear everybody's expressions and, and their reactions, because you can tell a lot about somebody when they're under pressure. Hello? Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Who is this? Your girlfriend asked me to give you a call to set up our... <laughs> Who's my well, girlfriend? You know, gonna... It's Carmen. I'm sorry. I, I thought she told you uh, that I'd be calling you. Uh, yeah, what's up? What you trying to do? Your girlfriend, when I met her last week, she said you guys talked about me. 
<laughs> we she told about me all the details. Like Did a you want to meet at my place, or should I come over to yours? You should definitely come to my spot. Just to let you know, when I do this with other couples, I like to go over to their place. That way I feel like I'm the special guest I'm meant to be, you know. <laughs> hey, look, let me tell you what. You're going to be treated like, well. Baby, Jimmy, you, <laughs> you look, know you look. want this. I definitely want it. didn't tell you about our yeah. little arrangement. She thinks I'm sexy. I kind of think she's sexy, too. <laughs> Once you send me a picture of you. Once you text me a picture of you. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. <laughs> We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, Wee Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. Hey, this is sidebar. Do you remember? When, do you remember when I said that uh, people who who are motivational speakers, if they came, they read like ten books. You know how much backlash uh, we got on that shit. Do you remember? That? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, lies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Messed up, man. The, the, the you know I was surprised with the Joe Osteen thing. Like you know the people that are the most Christian. I'm finding because we got so much slack with the Joe Osteen. They're the ones that are the most hateful. So mm -hmm. you don't want to think about that, people out there. Like, you know, you call yourself a Christian if you want to, man. But don't be hating. Don't judge or ye shall be judged because, like, you know, but it's it's good because I figured that with the good, we'll always have bad. And what do they say? No news is good news. Or what, bad news is good news. So we're real, and that, that's all that matters. Hey, look, but my name's Jesus, my, my real name, so I'm already good. Oh, uh, yeah, I know I hate Jesus, man, but he just works on my cars. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Name something that follows the word pork. You pine. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you pine. Pork you pine. He said, Q pine. <laughs> <laughs> It's coupine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. It's number one. Oh, my mama. Bet every dollar I got. <laughs> you the only person that said coupine. <laughs> coupine! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, people with jobs, people without jobs, middle class, upper class, high class, all that. You listening to episode 21. Happy 2021. Dragon the Line podcast with my dude, my ace, Polly G, live from the SC. Get on the cut. Yeah, what? Huh? <laughs> That's my intro, so now we want to do. Now we just talk like we normally do. Oh, okay, okay. Hi, Jesse. How are you? <laughs> so in today's episode on Dragging the Line, well, let's just talk about some New Year's resolutions. We can also discuss what has happened to us in these past episodes. You know, a few questions here, so... All right, fam, I know you and I was talking behind the show. And um, what is your one big goal that you got going on for this year, this upcoming year? We'll probably sit around and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. 
2021, man. I don't want to be cliche. Actually, don't even want to put it out there in the airwaves because that's what they say is if you're going to do something, you don't want to tell people about it. But uh, my goal is to to get some LBs off of me because I'm about, at about 270 pounds. So I'd like to get down about 210, 215 by the end of the year. I love it. I know. I know. So, God damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's all in my dick. Nah. We just trying to figure out what I could do to better myself physically, mentally, spiritually. Uh, that's one of my big goals. Um, another one is, is to just reach more people on the podcast, you know, not even worried about getting paid. You know, you got to I'm just going to invest in myself, invest in us, invest in our show. So those are the two big ones right off the bat that, that I'm going to look forward to. All right. I challenge you to hold yourself accountable on the pounds. We'll uh, come back to this. We'll keep our, our listeners updated. I was going to say, yeah, because another thing is, uh, you know, we, we want to start going live soon. Maybe maybe through about half of the year, we still got some uh, things to, to tweak out. Got some, uh, you know, technology that we got to work on and stuff. But uh, as they say, the camera puts on 12 pounds. 20 pounds and I can't, I can't have no more pounds on me. So <laughs> that's another thing there, but um, I'm going to find something that that's going to work. And I'd like to just try to keep everybody updated and let them know, you know, maybe once a month or once every two or three weeks and let them know how I'm doing it, what I'm doing. Cause it ain't fair to my wife that she married me at my prime when I was my thinnest. Uh, I was at my most healthy and I was running, I was doing exercising and now I'm just a big old tub of goo. So God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> uh, for me, I think, um, I'm going to work on myself. And when I say myself, I think uh, it's going to be more like letting my guard down. I think I said that I'm always not letting people know how I feel or if I I feel sad, just kind of let it go. And I think that that's what I'm going to work on. So even with this show, you know, like um, one of the things that, that we got looking forward to is that we have a couple of people lined up, educate myself more on them, get to know them as a people. And like you said, just change one if we can change one person's life at one episode at a time mm-hmm. that's all i want that's that's what i look forward to um health wise hey, i'm all right man you know me i, I drink my scotch with you all the time so it don't matter <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hey do me a favor your microphone um turn it a little bit like turn the microphone no 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 like the actual microphone and it's yeah yeah Tur- turn it and talk right here 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 right there right, right, right there here. Yeah, right there. Holy shit, that's a big difference. Right here, right here, right here. Oh my god, dude, you've had it. You've had it wrong, dude. <laughs> pull the um, the foam off. Pull, pull the foam off. Look where your microphone's at. All right, now talk. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, dude, that's ten times better, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Wow. Okay. Because I noticed that because you went to the left and it got real good, and then you went back to the right. Yeah. Keep it just like that, dude. I don't know if you got a piece of tape to to mark it. So that you know that's where you're facing. Like it's it's square, right? It's rectangular. It's rectangular. Slob on my nose. Yeah, dude, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that's Damn. a big difference. Nope, they didn't even tell me that on there. Oh my god, that that's way better, way better. Okay, so um, right. where were we at? Uh, what were we just saying? Uh, you know, one thing too, Jesse, that I don't know if you noticed this year that you actually have been letting your guard down, and you know, you reveal a lot. And people who are just listening to this episode for the first time, I'd go back and uh, listen to the episode, uh, me and my auntie, I believe. I forget what episode number it is, but uh, Jesse's been breaking down the walls a little bit. So you're, you're, you're getting a starting point. So that's good. <laughs> nah, but this was fucked up. And, and I'm going to say the word because I know people don't like it. But one time I was at the mall and I was using the restroom in the handicap because when you do, everybody uses that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and there was a guy that was not a guy there was there was a somebody in a wheelchair waiting for me to finish and when he was waiting i was like man this dude wait because you can you look on the bottom you can see the timmy mm-hmm. wheels and all that timmy <laughs> and then and then this fool was like that motherfucker better be retarded and i was like <laughs> dog I, I i swear to god it's on grandma on them yeah i walked out Walking like I was retarded with drool on my motherfucking lip. <laughs> I started laughing, though. <laughs> and he was like, you ain't retarded. I said, so bitch, at least I got my legs. And then I fucking took off running. <laughs> yeah, I think that beats mine, dog. Nah, that, I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> nah, you know what? Hey, hey. I started laughing, though. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got a few questions for you. I think we got one, two, three, four, five or six. Uh, yeah, just a quick ones. Just if you don't feel comfortable answering them, that's fine. Be like next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. Thank you for listening, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I don't have a choice. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Jen, what is one flaw you could change, whether physical or behavioral, something that you can't stand in Jesse? Oh, the fact that he's so stubborn. Yeah. He is just stubborn as could be. If I could get him to uh, just be a little less stubborn, I think that would make my life a lot easier. Ben, not break. Yes. Oh, I got you. That's perfect. <laughs> yes, right. absolutely. I got you. That's like good. That's good. All right. What was it that made you know that he was the one? Oh, he's so, he's really and truly the kindest person that I know. He's yeah. very sweet and he's very kind. He would, he's the type of person that would literally give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. Mm-hmm. Now, was it uh, like a love at first sight type thing or was it like, is it true how they say women know within five minutes if this person is going to be relationship material? How did that go? No, I thought he was gay when I first met him. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Amen. <laughs> he gets that a lot. <laughs> you might have to cut this, but he knows that. Like yeah, I yeah. met him with my best gay friend uh-huh. and my friend said he was bringing his roommate. We were going to go dancing wow. and he had on some gay ass affliction shirt. He <laughs> wow. so I was like, oh, <laughs> would you consider that your first date that night he met you? Um, Yeah, I really. Yeah, I would. I, because we danced and danced. Mm-hmm. I asked him if he was gay. He said no. And we mm-hmm. spent almost that whole night just hanging out and talking i don't think he brought me home till five or six the next morning i got you was it how did he if he did ask you out like did he ask you out for another date at the end of the night did he kiss did you give it up oh hey i did <laughs> we did kiss and he was really polite because he asked me if he could yeah. kiss me oh, nice. and i thought that was really sweet and then yeah. i was like oh and then he kissed me and I was like, oh, I guess he's not gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, and, uh, did you have the fireworks and the whole nine yards and all that? Yeah, after mm-hmm. that night, yeah. Enough about this funky relationships. Now, now I'm a bit, now, Jennifer, I know you don't listen to my podcast, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, you all right? Yeah, all right, all right guys. Coming up next, we got our final segment, so don't go nowhere.
All right, everybody out there, be sure to follow Dragon the Line Facebook page for the latest. You can follow me under G underscore SC on Instagram. You can follow Jesse and one more Sanchez on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for listening to that music. This is the free balling. And what, what is free balling again? Pull out, pull out your crack, pull out your crack pipe because we free basing now. What you talking about, Willie? What did you say? What the what, what you doing, Taylor? call it thunder thunderclap you know what thunderclap, you know thunder is? thunderclap is yes yeah, thunder i do clap. it all the time my fat ass like <laughs> slap together <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yeah. thunder clapping uh, but um i'm gonna go first last week you would go first right, free balling. Right. what you got for me my free balling is actually i'm excited for our next two episodes and what's been going on with, with uh dragging the line and what we're working on so that's gonna be my free balling so the next two episodes, finally, you know, and I'm excited. We're going to have our moms on the show for the Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, we're going to have our brothers on the show. So, you know, y'all, you guys are going to be able to listen to different views, you know, like how we were as kids or how we were as as siblings. So that's going to be fun because it's kind of different. Yeah. Um, the other thing, me and you, before this episode, we talked about now we got to step up. You know, we've already did graduated the year. We're looking for new logos. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to mark it. The other thing, man, I'm just going to say it. You know, when we first started the the year, I said that one of the goals was to interview a famous person. I did, too. I did a somebody who won a uh, Alma Award. Of our page. But y'all got to understand, we're doing this ourselves. Like, we're not paying people just yet. <laughs> I had a bunch of topics I was going to go with. Uh, you know, mine is just I'm looking forward to the draft, man. And I know a lot of people that watch, a lot of people that don't watch it. Uh, I don't want to go too quick, too much into this because we do have a lot of women that listen to this uh, podcast, but I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan. I've got, we've got, I've got, I'm out there running around Jesse. That's why I say I've got, uh, <laughs> we've got the number four pick. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I, I'm guessing that they're not going to get a quarterback. I love Matt Ryan. I think that, yeah, he makes bonehead passes, but he's still top four in almost every category. Y'all can look it up. Uh, where he got him for at least two more years on under contract. So I think that I think we should pass on a quarterback because other than Trevor Lawrence is going to go to number one to the Jags. I think he's possibly more of the surefire and the others aren't. So it's a crapshoot with the other guys. But I'd like for them to get Kyle Pitts, man. I'd like for them to take Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. Uh, the other option would be to trade back to Denver at the number nine pick, get a couple of, uh, of, of picks for that. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited, man. I'm going to have, I'm going to have my beer ready. I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Like I just signed up for YouTube TV just for this day. I got a full month of freeness for it. Dude, you know what? That's what you get for watching the draft. All right. <laughs> now, once again, what kind of a fucking loser just sits there watching round after round. The Jets are up next. I think they need a cornerback. They need, they need to improve the defensive line. Dude, that's like, that's like going to a graduation ceremony where you don't know anybody who's graduating. It's just fucking sitting there. They're gonna have the whole list the next day. They'll have everybody who drafted, who, when. Fucking gotta sit there and watch that shit. Those stupid interviews.
Hey, you're a member of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, how does it feel? Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's a blessing. I uh, want to thank God. I'm going to try to do my best. It's a great organization. And uh, same shit the last 80 guys said. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this and that. So I think they were just testing me. And I think as I got older, he was, I trusted you not to like drive the cars when we were out. Like, I wasn't scared. I, I mean, I would have done it, but um, yeah, he, he gave me the respect and I respected them. Yeah. I think, uh, do we fear our parents? I mean, I, I guess I could say I did. And that's the thing is they weren't real strict on us. It was the, the, uh, the spanking, the pops, you know, the pinches, the, the slaps and all that. It, it was, uh, I don't know. I guess I could say I was, I was scared of the folks. What about you? I don't think I was scared of him. I think it was more of like the disrespect. I don't know. I guess maybe it was the spankings, you know? Like, <laughs> Why am I the only one here who I'm a bully, but I was scared shitless? Because it's a psychological problem that you're working with, Jesse. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, people with jobs, people without jobs, middle class, upper class, high class, all that. You listening to a brand new episode of Dragging the Line podcast, episode 45. So y'all grab some more drinks so that we can sound a whole lot better. All y'all busters, we giving y'all five seconds too. Hello, I don't know. Get the Let's go. Tú dices que no eres macizo, pero andabas ya bien grifo cuando yo te vi. If you don't know, you won't know. You rock it with your favorite duo. I'm your host with the most, one more Sanchez, and joining me today, straight from the Gonzalez Ranch, is Polly G, live from the SC. What up, fam? What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Dragon the Line Podcast, episode 45. We were about seven, seven, seven. Damn, I'm, I'm, I'm all broken. All right. What are we about? Seven? Seven today, Junior? we seven episodes from 52, man. That's crazy. That'd be a whole year. But we're here, man. We're back. And well, I got a story for you, man. So we're just going to get right into it. Just get right into the meat and potatoes here. So the other day, here's the thing. Okay, you know I work in construction. Obviously, everybody, a lot of people know I do house painting, custom homes, stuff like that. So just a disclaimer, people: if you don't want to be grossed out, go ahead and turn your speakers off. If not, then let let let's roll with it. So, <laughs> so for the longest time, I don't like to use the porta potties. Okay, they're gross, they're nasty. I don't. I have myself regulated to where yeah, I go in the morning. Or I go when I get home, you know, from work. And that's always been the, the deal. So the other day, I guess, because I had some kind of, uh, I guess, a case of deals or something the night before. But, you know, I, I had the bubble guts, man. I, and I had them real bad. And I thought I could get past it. <laughs> I really did. I thought I could really get past it, man. And I don't know, just, you know, one of the, I just moved wrong a little bit and had that little turtle head type thing. Man. So, <laughs> so I'm like, man, there's nowhere to go. It's hot. I mean, I've been working outside all day. It was you know, 100 degrees out. 
So I go in the porta potty, man, actually run to the porta potty. I open the door. Of course, I check for snakes. You know, the last thing I want to do is, is see snakes, you know, bite me on my balls and stuff like that. So finally, I sit down. <laughs> I go boo boo, right? And when I go boo boo, yo, the, the water splash, it hit me on my butt, dog. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> I, I, I know lie I, I swear to God I almost threw up and like it's, I just sat there while I'm while I'm pooping I'm sweating my balls off like I can't even grab the toilet paper because I'm sweating my arms are sweating and it like rolled down to the toilet paper so it's just not a good time at all so I, but in the water deep what you do drop drop a big ass rock down or something I guess it might have been a little fool because you know a lot of people work at this construction site so uh, I, literally, no. I literally while I'm boo-booing I go online and I'm like, you know, I start doing all the research on it. Is it bad? Like, what is this blue stuff? And it, what I found out is it actually disinfects a lot of the stuff. But, you know, it just it was one of the nastiest things that I've ever felt and ever went through. And now I think I'm just traumatized, man. And, and that's why I don't use the porta potties because was your butt blue? Uh, yeah, it was blue. Yeah, it's that blue. blue. Yeah, it was blue. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just. I'm gonna was, call you Smurf looking motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> blue man, man group head ass. Yeah, man, it, it was so gross, man. Like, I mean, just thinking about it now, I'm just like almost dry heat even, man. But I got through it, man. You know, it just there we go. You know, not to mention it was like a sauna in there because the sun was sitting. You know, but that that was my that was that was my uh, Tuesday last weekend. Uh, I haven't told anybody this story yet, so now everybody knows. So. Yeah, be careful mm. with the porta potties. You ever boo booed on yourself? Uh, almost. As an almost. adult, as an adult. Uh, I've, 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 yeah, yeah, just a little. I shit on myself too. Yeah. One time I tried to fart and then it came out with little juice, dog. Yeah, I was like, damn. I'm, I had to use a man pond. For those who don't know what a man pond is, is when you roll up some, pe- <laughs> some toilet paper and put it on your butt. <laughs> it's the man pond. <laughs> Oh wait, wait. So you call it a man palm? Oh, man palm. A man. See, I thought it, you were saying man palm, like you, your palm, like the palm of your hand. You had to put it underneath yourself. Oh no, it's gross. No, it's a, it's a like, man palm. Oh, okay. See, he's learned something new. I forget what episode that was when you said uh, Chiche had uh, uh, on the the water ride. Uh, he he himself. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, he had the man palm the whole day. I thought he was like <laughs> literally walking around with his hand between his legs. <laughs> Like nah. a man. The fool has some toilet paper put in his butt cheeks like a man pond. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you boy, that it was not good, man. So that just was one of those things, man. That's why he's my old girl, man. I can't get it. I don't want That's a wrap, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Trying to get it right. All of that good stuff. So with that, new year, new us, new you. That's what we're looking forward to. Once again, we'd like to just thank everybody that has been there for us from the get-go. All the new listeners that are now showing up. We appreciate it. And it's only up from here. So with that, Mom P.O.P. hold it down. Sanchez out. And remember, everybody, if you're not dragging on, you're only dragging the line. Let's go. And that one is you. No other will do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same.